Welcome to Yoga Teacher's Aid by Brie Outside, a podcast with resources and tools for yoga teachers. In today's episode, we're talking about tips for new yoga teachers. Lesson number two, pitching your partnership or collaboration. So in lesson number one, I told you my story of how free yoga classes do not equate to getting students. That was merely one attempt at using free classes to lure students. At the end of that episode, I gave you one suggestion for getting more students into your class, a partnership or collaboration with another business, nonprofit, or public entity. So if you have been thinking about that for a week and you now know who you want to do a collaboration or a partnership with, here are some suggestions for formatting your pitch letter. And so I want to let you know, this is the format that worked for me. I have a collab coming up with a nonprofit. Um, I have so many students signed up for that class that we're doing together. And if it goes well, we're going to do more. Um, but um, so many more students than any class I've ever offered on my own. So this is how I formatted my letter to get a response. Number one, keep it short and to the point. So these are likely very busy people you're trying to get in contact with. They likely don't have time or the attention span to read your email if you make it a novel. So do yourself and them a favor and just keep it short and to the point. Number two, use bullet points and headings. So if you use bullet points and headings to get your ideas across, it makes it so much easier for them to skim your email and make a quick decision about whether they're interested or not. And they are going to skim your email and make a snap decision if they open it one way or another. So do yourself a favor and organize it really well with headings and bullet points to help them make hopefully the decision to work with you. Number three include the who, what, where, when, why, and how much. So I actually um, started my email and just broke it down with in bold who and then what and then, you know, described what I meant. So to keep it short and to the point, um, I recommend starting with those headings. Talk about who you are, you know, one or two sentences, uh, where the class or event will take place, when or what time frame you're looking at, doing either the event, the one class, a series, whatever it is. And then I think most important, why is this event and your yoga business a good fit for their customers? And how much is it going to cost the other party? So if you're going to do this for free for exposure or for donation-based, you know, make it very clear that it is going to be free to them that will help you if you're going to charge them because you, you know, that's important information for them to know. Um, I'm not saying don't ask for money because your time is valuable. Um, but if you are going to ask for money to teach this class, make it very clear how much it's going to cost them up front. Um, you can include more information than the who, what, where, when, why, and how much, and you don't need to do it in that order necessarily. I don't think I kept it in that order, but that's, you know, the order that you learned to say it in school. So that's how I wrote it here. 
Um, Number four, be clear about the value that you are providing. So again, make it very clear how your event or class adds value to their business and for their customers. So what are they going to get out of this partnership or event? Um, How are you and how is this class relevant to them? I'm trying to think of another example. I don't want to give you, I don't want to give away my partnership on here since it hasn't happened yet. I'll talk about it um, after the actual event happens next week. Um, But let's see. So if you're doing a yoga event related to books, okay, you're going to want to provide them with information about how whatever class you're doing is going to help their readers. Or maybe you theme your yoga class based on a new release book that's coming out. Um, Or you theme your yoga class based on um, a library event that's coming up. So you need to tailor your class or your event to something relevant to the business or organization that you're trying to work with. Um, I'm thinking I've seen a lot of classes about yoga for trauma. So if you're going to work with like a domestic violence shelter, you know, you're going to offer, you're going to want to include information about how your trauma focused yoga class is going to be beneficial for their clients. So be really specific. Don't just send an email saying you're a yoga teacher and you want to teach a yoga class at their coffee shop. And again, that might work for some a retail business. Um, but I think to be the most successful, you're really going to want to tailor what you're offering to the business that you're trying to work with. Number five, this is the last one. So make it personal. So again, when we were just talking about number four, I said, you know, you need to tailor your class or event to whoever you're trying to work with. You can't do that if you're sending out mass emails to multiple businesses with the exact same information and the same pitch. First, that's likely going to end up in their spam folder. And second, again, you have to tailor this pitch to one business. When you're applying for a job, I mean, how successful have you been um, applying for higher level jobs, sending out a copy and pasted cover letter and resume? Uh, Any career expert will likely tell you, you need to tailor that cover letter and resume to the job you're applying for. So the same principles apply here. Why them? Why are you and your business a good fit for them? How do their values align with yours? You know, those answers are probably going to be different for every business that you're pitching to. I know some of you are thinking, well, if I'm going to offer it to a coffee shop or to a library, can't I just, again, copy and paste the same one? No, because again, they're all going to have, I'm, I'm thinking of the local coffee shops around me, the owners are all going to be different people with different values. Do they value uh, business from the LGBTQ community? If that's the case, you know, you might want to offer a class specifically for those clients of theirs to help them relax or take a break, a coffee break. Same thing for libraries, you know, if there's, there's, I just saw a headline about certain books uh, in a young adult room. There's parents wanting certain books taken out of that library's room, even though according to the publisher, those books belong in there. So, you know, 
every library is going to have their own set of values and the people working there, you need to appeal to that specific group. So that's my two cents on how to tailor your pitch. Um, Like I said, I was very successful with one pitch when I used this format. I will say I I have tried the mass email approach. Um, I tried that for apartment complexes and a couple other businesses. And yeah, I got no response on the mass emails. This tailored pitch though, I actually got two responses. Um, One, it just wasn't feasible at the time uh, and the space. And so we were going to reconnect in fall, like later this fall when it's cooler and we can maybe do something in their parking lot. Um, And then the other one, like I said, we have an event coming up next week, lots of students registered. So I won't tell you I'm an expert on this subject, but I'm telling you this is what worked for me. I hope you tune in to lesson three of Yoga Teacher's Aid the podcast. Uh, (laughs) In lesson three, we're going to talk about YouTube because YouTube is big for yoga teachers like us and I have some things to let you in on if you're just getting started there. (music) 